the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com. Or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Pastor Scott Show. It is Friday, hour two. We're on each and every day from three to five, each and every weekday. Always good to be with you. And today is Friday, which means it's Open Line Friday. We'll talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about this hour. We'll keep taking your calls. We've been talking about loneliness and uh, a couple of things happening this weekend I'll get to here in just a minute about uh, that maybe you can invite some friends over and, and watch and participate in. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. We'll do the absurdity of the week. And uh, there's so many things to choose from. We'll we'll make a decision. We we almost need to Wilbert. We almost need to have a poll every week of what is the most absurd thing to happen <laughs> in the news every week. Yeah, uh, throw it up on your Twitter, Scott. I think I will do that. I will do that. There's so many. That's a great idea. Actually, I should do that. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. That's why we have Wilbert around. That and the fact that we would not be on the air if we didn't have Wilbert around. Hey, thank you. Yeah, I, great, I great ideas that. like that. All right, we we were talking about loneliness, and you know there it is a epidemic, and the Surgeon General put out a warning about it. The United States Surgeon General earlier this week. Right. So the places that used to bring people together, you know, whether it was churches and synagogues and and and, and temples and mosques, or whether it was you know volunteer organizations in your community, or whether it was parent associations in your kids' schools participation in a lot of those organizations has gone down. So when we think about rebuilding social connection in America, to me, this is not just a health issue. This is vital uh, to all of society because in addition to the health impacts I talked about earlier, we know when people struggle with loneliness, it impacts their productivity in the workplace. It impacts how children perform in school. It reduces civic engagement and it contributes to division and polarization because when you don't know one another, it's easier uh, to distrust and, mm. and to hate one another. But it's harder to hate people up close. He's right about all of that. And so we've been talking about that issue. The number is 888-528-2557. Uh, Elizabeth in Los Angeles, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Scott. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, hi, Elizabeth. Um, hi. Um, so I've been wanting to call you for a while, for a while on Fridays um, because I just... Uh, um, it's in my heart to always, um, you know, spread awareness about autism. I have a child with autism. Mm. Um, he's 15 years old. He is, um, um, he uses one in three words. Um, and most, most of the time he needs prompting. And so it's really difficult for him to, yeah. um, and to so that people who have just tuned in know we had a caller in the last segment who was talking about yes, being and lonely and struggling. And one of her children is autistic. Uh, sounds like yes, maybe I, not at the same place in the spectrum as your child, but obviously because uh, she said that he's making friends and doing all right. So what would you like to say yeah. about that? Yes, yeah, so I wanted to say how I sympathize with her because 
I think it really um, takes a lot of our time to try to find the right, you know, like the right help for them. And, and it's just, it's not easy. Yeah. And so it, it takes a lot of our, our mental, you know, right. Like, now- Elizabeth, are are you uh able personally to have a time of fellowship at some point during the week? Fellowship with friends or... uh, uh, Thank God I was finally able to find a respite caregiver that he can feel comfortable with and that they actually feel comfortable Mm. um, staying with him and focusing with, you know, with him. So someone will come in and give you a break and be with your, your child. Yes, and yeah. then and then that gave me the opportunity to go and do Bible study with the woman at church, and that was that has been such a blessing. He uh, was struggling a lot um, emotionally and socially. Uh, he went through the you know through like the change of uh, middle school to high school, and it was really difficult on him. And it took a physical toll on him, a mental yeah. emotional toll on him. Yeah. So it was really affecting. Um, well, the family, it's just the three of us. Um, mm. His dad sees him on the weekends, so it's very little what he can do. Yeah. Um, just seeing him once or twice a week. Um, so, you know, the prayers, the, these women's prayers have done miracles. Yeah. Elizabeth, God, what would you God say What would miracles. you say to a listener who is in a similar position, but they feel guilty about getting a caretaker for their child, or maybe it's a parent they're caring for? They feel guilty about leaving the house for a couple hours for a Bible study or even just a night out. Can you encourage them to uh, to do that if they have the opportunity? Yes, I think that you know, just pray, pray that the right person will come to to you and will connect with your child, yeah. and and that it's okay because you got to take care of yes. yourself if you're going to continue being a healthy mom. Yes. Yes, it, it will. Yes, definitely. You yeah. need it. You yeah. need that time. And yeah. um, and you come back and you're, you know, full of like energy with new new ideas, with more more joy. And, and you spread that to your child because they're so, so sensitive to what what they, you know, what we they are. Notice. About. Yep, they mm-hmm. notice. They notice. Yep. They do. They feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Elizabeth, thank so, you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for your call and for sharing that. I think it's super important. We're talking about loneliness. And, you know, sometimes we're so busy being a caretaker for our child or for um, a parent who is uh, sick or elderly. And that kind of break. And if you are the type of person who says, I'd love to give these people a break. Uh, it's you need some training when you're dealing with certain situations. But if your call is for that, you're doing a tremendous service for that family, for that mother or father or sibling, whoever it is that is the caretaker. It's a huge deal, a great thing for, for churches to encourage people in in a, in a proper way. Uh, Jenny in California. Jenny, where are you calling from? Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Yes, hi. Um, yes, I just um, want to share you know, and thank God for, for, for his uh, presence because I used to be so lonely before that I was just so so depressed and things like that. But yeah. anyway, when I find out, you know, about the identity in Christ and also our confidence in God, and then He He chose us and to be in, in His family, it gives me the hope and also the the courage, the joy to live, you know, uh, even in this, the midst of our struggle. And um, 
and also it it's really helpful the the, the verses uh, Proverbs three five and six trust in the Lord and commit you know ourselves to Him so He will direct our path yeah and uh, it's a it's really true that He's always there available and always give us strength to to carry on and also one thing is um, when our church also has a, a saying that they they encourage people who are so lonely that they said there's a, other people are, are worse are in worse condition than you are so he challenged us to find find the need and fill it yeah and and I did that and I was a single parent since um, for a long time but when my kids were only like one and four years old but they're 35 and 40 40 years mm. old now all right so it's a it's a long it is. long um, um, time but then the thing is I, I see the Lord's presence and also the thing that um, he, he led me to to minister to people and also in in church I always uh, set myself to where I can find someone to take to church with me every every week and if I don't have anybody that week, I, I visit my friend who can't come to church. Mm, that's a great idea, to... Jenny. I think those are really good examples. Yeah. I want to move on to uh, the next calls, Jenny, but I appreciate your Thank call you. very much. Thank you for that. You know, I think part of it is, and it's hard for us, but but we need to be proactive in our faith. We need to trust Jesus, that his word is true, that he's always with us. And that's part of faith. That's part of building up our faith and knowing that he's big enough to do that. And then to take the action that he says and caring for others, even the Surgeon General of the United States points that out in his report that part of what we can do to help each other with loneliness is to go help each other. It makes a big difference. Uh, Aria, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Is it Aria or Arla? It's Arla. Oh, sorry about that, Arla. That's all right. That happens all the time. But Aria is a very pretty name, too. (laughs) (laughs) It is a pretty name. Uh, Um, I lost my husband two years ago, so, mm. and we were married for over 60 years, so we were married when we were kids, yeah. um, so it was, it's been very difficult, um, but I woke up one day and realized I had to do something with my life, not just sit back and let the Lord do everything for me, and um, one of the things I like to do is I like to bake. So I now bake things for people, and especially in the neighborhood, and you can just knock on the door and say, would you like some fresh-made cookies, you know, uh-huh. or something like that. So well, I wish I lived next door to you. <laughs> I wish you did, too. <laughs> Maybe you do. Wouldn't that be weird? It's like, more oh. Than, yeah. <laughs> really, I would be more than happy to. Yeah. So that's I, one of my solutions to, to loneliness, uh, and um, so... Well, I think that's a great idea, Arla, and I'm sorry about your husband. And, uh, you know, and people listening who you just lost a loved one, it takes some time. You're not going to go out and bake cookies the next day or the next week or the next month. Oh, absolutely. And not only that, I lost my two brothers in the last two years, two of Mm. my brothers in the last two one a year ago and one just a couple months ago. So it's just. You know, um, the well, Lord knows. He does. Um, well, and I think going out and, and doing something simple like that, just baking for the neighbors and other people, I think that's a great idea. Uh, and I'm glad you're doing it. It works well. Yeah, thank it, you for it, sharing it that. It makes us all happy. You're it very does. welcome. Thank you for your program. You're okay. welcome, Marla. Thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. All right, 888-528-2557. It is Open Line Friday. 
We'll talk about uh, anything you'd like to talk about on Open Line Friday, so you can call and change the subject if you'd like to. There's a couple of things. You know, part of being proactive is you go out and you do some things. And, you know, there's a couple of things that are happening this weekend that maybe you could pay attention to that are very rare, that don't happen very often. And, you know, one of those things that's happening is is a thing of of majesty, a thing of beauty, a a thing where there is music and people get all dressed up and they get dressed up fancy and there's fancy cars and fancy outfits and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, and of course, uh, I'm talking about... The uh, the Kentucky Derby. You thought I was talking about that thing going on over there in uh, England. Uh, they got a new king or something they're doing over there. That is happening this weekend, and uh, you know what? They've got some they've got some music for that. Did you know that this is what's going to happen? Is Prince? He's not Prince Charles. He's King Charles. King Charles the Third. He'll be called. It's the coronation of King Charles the Third. And it's the official ceremony where they put the hat on him with the scepter and the robe and all of that. And everyone's going to be dressed up. They have some music for that. It sounds like this. And then he and uh, Kamala will run down the aisle together, and uh, that's not really the music. You know, the uh, <laughs> the the Kentucky Derby, um, you know, They're off. we still run this horse race. Kentucky Derby. It's tomorrow afternoon, and I don't know if anybody's even into into this out here as much as maybe we used to. I know that some of you are, but you know what? If you just want to have some people over for some reason, it's uh, bring them over to the house. And make some lunch, have a brunch. The race is in the afternoon. It's very, very short. But it is interesting to watch. And people forget last year it was a sensation because of what happened at the end. Did you know that the the horse that was the, the least favorite to win the Kentucky Derby, Kentucky Derby, actually won last year, came from behind out of nowhere. And coming after him, epicenter, incentive, these two, strike for strike, simplification down the outside is next. See, you never know. I mean, maybe you never thought about it, but uh, that's something that uh, was pretty exciting last year. And if you're watching the horse race and it's kind of boring to you or something, I wa- I'm going to give you something to think about. I, I did a sermon this past weekend at church called uh, From the Book of Job. And, you know, in the book of Job, when God is uh, letting Job know who God is and, and who Job is not, there's a whole section of it where uh, God really talks about all the different things that God has done and asks Job if he understands, you know, how did I make the earth? How did I put the stars where they are? All those kinds of things. He starts talking about uh, the ostrich, one of my favorite passages, Job thir- uh, thirty nine thirteen says, the wings of the ostrich flap joyfully, though they cannot compare with the wings and feathers of the stork. She lays her eggs on the ground and lets them warm in the sand, unmindful that a foot may crush them. Some wild animal may trample them. She treats her young harshly as if they were not hers, and she cares not that her labor was in vain. That's what an ostrich does. Not only does the ostrich stick its head in the ground, but lays its eggs in the middle of the uh, the walkway, and it gets stomped on by other animals. Uh, and it says, for God did not endow her with wisdom or give her a share of good sense. I like the story about the, osc- the ostrich for two reasons. Number one, uh, I was attacked by an ostrich a few years ago, and uh, so I, I kind of frown upon uh, the ostrich, and uh, when I, I feel warm about the idea that God made her stupid for some reason, or him, and no, it's true, I got attacked. I was, <laughs> how did you get attacked, Scott? 
I I was at the zoo. There's this particular zoo in the middle of nowhere in Arizona. You're just driving along. You're in the desert, and all of a sudden, there's a bunch of you know. If there's anything, there's there's you know Amazon distribution centers and things. And suddenly there's this zoo, and it's got roller coasters, and it's got all. It's in the middle of nowhere in Arizona. Maybe you've been there. It's actually a great zoo. It's super fun. They've got an aquarium there, which is kind of quaint if you're coming from uh, California. But there's this aquarium. They're proud of it, and there's a restaurant around it and everything. Well, if you go in there, they have this train. Like it's like a kiddie train ride. You get in the kiddie train. And it's bigger than, you know, maybe the train that they used to have over at the uh, L.A. Zoo or the one that's outside of the San Diego Zoo. It's bigger than that, but not quite as big as the train you would see at Disneyland, okay, but kind of somewhere in between. And you get in it, and it's got a, it's got a roof on it, the car. And you're in op- it's open, but you've got a roof on it. And it, you will actually drive right through some of the areas where the animals are. And you drive right through the ostrich area. If you've never seen an ostrich in person, ostriches are huge. They're just these enormous birds. And all of a sudden, this train is going through, and these two ostriches are now running alongside of the train, sort of, you know, trotting a little bit. And it, the first thought that went through my mind was like the velociraptors in Jurassic Park. You've seen that movie, you know. But the difference between velociraptors and ostriches, uh, number one, the raptors are extinct. But the raptors, people believe, at least in that movie, they're portrayed as very smart. Ostriches are morons. And these ostriches started attacking the train. And I'm sitting there, and the ostrich is right next to me, attacking the train and knocking the train. And this woman next to me is screaming, ah! <laughs> and, and people are screaming, and they're holding on as the ostrich is attacking the train. And I'm thinking, we, we got to get out of here. Hit the gas on this thing, you know? And the, I'm, I'm sitting in the first car, so I see the guy driving the train, and he's got the outfit on. You know, he's got the little fluffy conductor's hat, and he's got the overalls, and he's laughing. And I thought, well, I think this is just part of the, <laughs> this is part of the tour. And, uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, I see ostriches in a completely different light now because of that experience. They finally gave up on uh, eating the train and I guess all of us in there. They have teeth. They've got really big bird teeth, ostriches. It was a, it was a frightening experience and, uh, you know, but definitely worth the uh, $70 to get in there or whatever it is we paid. Uh, the second reason... The second reason I like this passage from Job, though, is because of this last part of it. It's Job 39, 18. It says, yet, and and so it's God explaining that the ostrich is a moron and that this is how God made her, that she does not have wisdom and she does not have her share of good sense. It's kind of funny. And then it says this, though, but what has God given the ostrich? It says, when, it says, yet when she spreads her feathers to run, she laughs at horse and rider. And I thought about this because then I thought about the Kentucky Derby and horse racing and how fast those horses are going. And I looked it up. I thought, what do you mean? See, the the ostrich is faster than the horses in the Kentucky Derby? And the answer is yes. The answer is if there were ostriches running around that loop uh, at uh, the Kentucky Derby, they would be just flying past the the horses. It would be no it would be no contest. And so if you watch the Kentucky Derby on Friday, I want you to, or Saturday, tomorrow afternoon, I want you to picture ostriches running around and just doing laps of these horses. I suppose if you were riding the ostrich, now this is, of course, the wouldn't work because the ostriches don't know how to run around in a circle. They wouldn't be able to do it. But if they could, all those horses and their majesty and running so quickly and so much strength and so much beauty, and there's this dumb bird that would just trot right past them. That's that's extraordinary. Look it up. I found that out to be uh, actually, actually true. See, it's Open Line Friday. We can talk about whatever we want to. 
But you can uh, invite, if you're lonely, invite some friends over and uh, invite them over and um, have them watch the uh, Kentucky Derby with you or get up at three in the morning and watch them put the hat on uh, Charles's head. Uh, Open line Friday, Joe in Sun Valley. Joe, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Oh, hey, Scott. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really call in the radio stations, but you mentioned calling in about the most bizarre things you've seen this week in the news. In LifeSite News, I don't know if you're familiar with LifeSite News, it's a Christian news outlet. And, uh, the news story is titled, News, Denmark's formerly named Women's Museum now features a statue of a breastfeeding man. <laughs> And it's an eleven. It's an eleven foot tall statue of a very, very masculine looking man with a beard, a full male genitalia. I just googled it. Yeah, and yeah. Breastfeeding a baby. And out front of the women's museum. Uh, there we go. Uh, that is uh, it's bizarre. It's uh, it's. <laughs> hey, hey! Uh, thank you for. Uh, that's terrible. Thank you for calling the Pastor Scott Show and enlightening us to uh, to this event. Uh, Joe, thanks for listening to the Pastor Scott Show. He's right. Denmark's formerly named Women's Museum now features a statue of a breastfeeding man. Looks like Zeus. Big old beard and everything, and uh, and by everything I mean all of it, and uh, and some extra parts. Uh, Anyway, that's uh, that's the world we live in. It is Open Line Friday. i got to take a break. Uh, Mia, I see your call and others. You can call about anything on Open Line Friday. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. I'll be back as the Friday edition of the Pastor Scott Show continues. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. That is God save the king, as uh, King Charles will be officially uh, crowned king this uh, tomorrow morning, three o'clock in the morning. You can uh, get up and uh, watch that. Something that you, most of you, have not seen in your lifetime. Maybe some of you saw Queen Elizabeth's uh, coronation when you were a child in school, but uh, most of you didn't. I don't know. Is anybody getting up to watch this? It amazes me how fascinated, particularly Americans, are with this. Uh, maybe you're going to get up. Maybe you're going to invite friends over, have some pancakes, waffles. I'll bet they replay it. You don't have to really get up at three, but maybe maybe that's your thing. I'll bet that a lot of people are. There are a lot of people watching that. Something to do if uh, you're lonely. We've been talking about that a lot today. 888-528-2557. It is Open Line Friday. We'll talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about. Uh, Mia in Marina Del Rey. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to touch bases on some of the other callers about having autistic children. I have my son is 21. And I just want to take a second to uplift everyone because one of the key things for me as a mom is get him 
I got him involved in a lot of activities. I needed mental health and strengthening, so I started an aerobic. I didn't start, but I went to an aerobic class. But then I'm thinking, who's going to watch my son? So I put him in swimming classes. So as a young toddler, he's swimming like a fish and a little guppy. You know, he was even on the diving team. (laughs) So I think that most importantly, when we notice that or or find that, that out about our children, is definitely connect with the school to get resources and help and a... Um, the county facilities that offer support because they're so helpful. My son was not talking at two years old, one session with a speech therapist, and he was talking. Mm. So what I had to do was basically put on my sweatpants and my tennis tennis shoes and see what he was interested in. So we are NASCAR people. We are football. We are basketball. Not necessarily going to the games, but watching it on TV. Yeah finding something that interests him. Yeah, I think... And with that, and and prayers and everything, absolutely, we're Christians, we're believers, but sometimes just going to women's Bible study, whatever, people can look at you funny because they don't understand. So so you have to find your, what is it, your your sanctuary and other parents and therapists who get it. That's going to help mom, and then you can in turn... You know, we traveled, he loved the airplane, and that's where God needs you to be. So it's not just, oh, he's autistic, let me just do this. And no, you have to get into where he is. And now my son's in college. He graduated junior high, high school. He's in college. And he's doing pretty well then. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad about that. Lots of people don't. Lots of people have your experience with it. Some people don't. You know, the, there's different areas on the spectrum where there's a lot more involved. But you're right. You have to do something and don't give up. And, I used, I used you know. to. I used to take him. I just want to say this real quick. I used to take make him run. You know, as like a punishment for doing something. Then it turns out he started racing people around the track. I'm like, okay, so, you know, that was one thing. <laughs> yeah. But definitely, I mean, it's summertime, get them out. You know, if it's a girl, maybe she likes to do hair or shopping, you know, fun things, making things. And there's yeah, a lot of so. opportunity in, in camps yeah. for that. Thank you, Mia, for your call yeah. and for listening to the Pastor Thanks. Scott Show. Appreciate that. 888-528-2557 is the number, 888 888-528- Two five five seven, uh, Jackie in Compton. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Hi, um, Jackie. I wanted to make hi. I wanted to make a comment about an interview that I was listening to with Kathy Smith. Yeah, Katie Smith. And Katie Smith, who Katie was on Smith, uh, earlier this week. Yes, Katie. Yeah. Katie. Yes, Katie Smith. Um, I really that really uh, made me think a lot, and it's so important that we talk to our children and our grandchildren about when something happens to them, for them to speak up. Because when I heard that happened to her at 11 years old, it it broke my heart. Yeah, if people were listening, uh, we had a guest on who gave her testimony about how she was uh, raped when she was 11 at school, at at her school. Um, Yeah, it it broke my heart. But then I said, wow, she spoke up. And that really really affected me because— in the Bible, it says, you know, the truth shall set you free. Mm. And I could relate. I'm, I'm 60 years old. I'm going to be 60 very soon. And I was date raped. And mm. that was the first time that I was 
you know, that I had sex. Yeah. And I stayed silent. I stayed silent for over three years. I did not tell anybody. And um, it really affected me. It affected my whole decisions that I made in my life. It really, it, it, it really messed me up for, yeah. for a while. So eventually you, and, you told somebody. Yes, yes. Eventually, yes, I yeah, did open and, up. And, yeah, I'm glad you yeah. did that because a lot of people, that was something that was part of that interview is that, you know, fortunately for her, she told somebody right away, a counselor at the right. school, but it's true that many people don't. Right. And you've but experienced think, that. Yes, that's what I think. That's why I wanted to comment on that, that that we need more awareness to tell them it's okay. It's not your fault. It's 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 you need to speak up. You need help. You're not. I liked how she was saying, you know, you're not a victim, you know, yeah. and I just wanted I just wanted to. Um, that's my comment today. And thank you for letting me share. Yeah, thank you're you. welcome, Jackie. Thank you for sharing that with us. I'm glad have you're doing day. better. I'm glad that you shared that. Uh, yeah, and that you have, aren't just holding that for uh, forever. No, yeah. no, thank you. All right. right. Bye-bye. Thanks, Jackie. Yeah, you know, that's uh, some, we carry burdens very privately. That's one of the things that um, is true for a lot of people is that sometimes you're carrying a burden of some kind that nobody knows about. Even your spouse may not know about it. Your best friend may not know about it. Part of fellowship, part of the blessing of fellowship. Number one, fellowship with the Lord. The Lord does know about it, so you can share with the Lord. But secondly, he puts people, part of the reason for fellowship, part of why we're designed for it is to tell somebody. You don't have to tell everybody, but to make sure that you're not going through things alone. But sometimes you got to tell people. I used to know a lady, and she was a sweet, sweet, wonderful lady, and she went through horrific stuff in her family, sicknesses and death and terrible things. She used to work really hard to not show any public sense that she was struggling. And I'll never forget, one time she was walking out of church and she was shaking my hand. She has this great big grin, such a happy-looking person and, you know, just put together well. And in this this incredible happy grin, she leans over and uh, she says, uh, I've had two grandkids this week diagnosed with cancer. One of them is stage four and is probably not going to make it. And would you pray about that, Pastor? And then kind of walks out. And I thought, yeah, I'll pray about that. But she says this with a smile on her face because she doesn't want anybody to know. I was glad that she told me. And there's probably, obviously in her family, you know, people are talking about it. But, you know, we're going to go through some stuff. Make sure you share that with somebody. And I always thought, I bet she doesn't, that she really wants to... uh, not burden people, and I understand that, and it's kind of generational, but gosh, there's some stuff that people need to know. 888-528-2557. Ted, City of Angels, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Good afternoon, Scott. How are you? I'm good, Ted. How are you today? Good, good. I just wanted to share, you know, I did enjoy my, my single years because I was growing closer to Christ, but what I would do is on Sunday is I would just take off and I would just drive, sometimes just looking for a cross from the side of the road and, and go to a church. Or I'd listen to the radio and i say, I really liked what that the person said, a pastor or, or minister on the radio, and I would go to their church. And then a um, ordained minister who was a linebacker from South Central Los Angeles behind me at Venice, uh, in Derek Canty, um, I'll break his anonymity, he's in Colorado, uh, he told me, when because I was looking for a wife, he said, you need to pray to God and say, God, send me my wife. And I did. And I was specific. I wanted one that was 
closer to my age and still look like a million dollars. And I got that. And it was an hour away and it was in Huntington beach and it was at a um, radio. Uh, I'm sorry. It was off the radio and I went and listened to this minister and then there she was. And then, you know, we've been together ever since. So, and he said over and over, keep saying, God, send me my wife. And, and it worked. <laughs> well, I'm glad that uh, you prayed for her, and uh, there she was. Thank you for sharing that with us, Ted. You know, we, we can't take prayer out of the equation here in our, our loneliness and those things. And, you know, if you're single and you want to be married, you know, pray for your spouse wherever they are. Pray for their walk. Pray that they are walking now, even though you've never met them, maybe. Pray that they're walking in the Lord now. And, uh, you know, there's no promise that you're going to find uh, somebody to marry, but most people do. And, you know, it's a very important decision to do well. So pray about it. And, uh, you know, I said before, sometimes the loneliest people are married people. So you want to you want to marry somebody who's got faith in the Lord and who has your values and those things. They they carry on. Uh, it's an important thing. Uh, this is the Pastor Scott Show. It is Open Line Friday. We'll take your calls on anything. As soon as we get back from the break, the number is 888-528-2557. We'll be back as the Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show, Open Line Friday. Anything you'd like to talk about, 888-528-2557. Lamech, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Pastor, thank you for taking my call. Yes. Hey, Pastor, just, uh, the reason I'm calling is because you say you can, we can talk about anything, okay? Uh, with respect to you, to everybody, to all the listeners, but, you know, I'm trying to find in the Scripture uh, about about the children of Guangnesh with eagle face uh, because uh, the children of, of, uh, of this nation uh, are destroying the children of this nation. And I don't know if that was a vision uh, from God to me or is real in the scripture by any, by, I don't know which prophet, but uh, the, only, the only way we can, uh, I'm from Guatemala. Okay, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to track with you. Well, so you found, yeah, you're looking and, and for you, something you know, in the scripture? Uh, well, you know, I want to confirm this because my concern is about the, 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 the fentanyl. The yeah, fentanyl. okay. Because the, fent- the fentanyl is destroying uh, the children of this nation, you know? And if the parents, if the parents don't fight, don't fight uh, hardly, against the children of the other nation with the eagle face, so automatically uh, these children are going to kill the children of this nation. All right. You know? Okay. And, Lamech, and, I'm, not quite, know, I'm not quite following you on there, but I appreciate your calling the Pastor Scott Show. And, you know, the fentanyl problem, it is killing children and adults, and it's one of those issues we've talked about many times on this program that we have to deal with differently. We have to get to a place where we are able to admit, like Lamech says, that we're killing our kids, that we are we are destroying people. 
And I think that's a big piece of a lot of it. We started today talking about loneliness and how it's destroying people. And part of the reason for that is that we are outside of the church. We're outside of community service. We don't take care of each other the way we used to. We're very isolated. We do so many things that that isolate us, and we have to get past that. 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557. Hey, uh, before I forget, this is the final segment today, but uh, I don't want to forget, and it's to say happy anniversary to my wife, Christy. We've been married today for 22 years, 22 years. Our 20th anniversary was in the middle of the COVID, so we kind of sat at home, I guess, for that. <laughs> but uh, uh, it has been great being married to Christy for 22 years, and we have two boys, James and John, the Sons of Thunder, and uh, we love them, and we're looking forward to the next 22. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. And we've gone through, you know, the different things that people go through, but uh, it has been, you know, one of the things about our marriage, and this has been a great thing, is whenever you go through the hard time, that's what tests you, right? Whenever you go through the really difficult things in life, the things that are unexpected, it really tests your relationships with God and with your spouse and with each other. And we went through something uh, several years ago now, just not not between us, but just something going on that we had to deal with. And uh, we grew closer. And, you know, you never really know, I think, until you go through it. But we did. And uh, we've had our ups and downs like any, you know, couple does. But uh, it is 22 years later, and we love each other more than we did when we started. And I tell you that because I want you to know that you can do that, that if you're going through difficult times, you know, you can persevere when you focus on Christ and when you run to Jesus Christ first and foremost. Uh, when both of you are running towards Christ, what happens is you get closer to Christ, but then you also get closer to each other the closer you you get to Christ. And that would be, you know, some marital advice, uh, even friendship advice. Some of you are frustrated because you're running as fast as you can towards Christ and you want to get married and you look over and it's like your, your best guy friend and you're a guy and you're like, ah, you know, but that's okay. You just keep pushing towards Christ and eventually you'll look over and uh, there'll be a... a person next to you and you wave to them and they wave back and you keep running towards Christ. And if they're the right person, God will draw you you both together. And if they're the wrong person, they still might be running towards Christ, but you won't run together. You'll run towards somebody else. And so I want to encourage you with that. And I want to say to Christy, I love you. Sometimes she's listening about this time, usually when I'm making a smart crack about something that's going on at home. What was I talking about the other day? I was talking about Oh, our son is in the eighth grade. And when I was in the eighth grade, we had graduation and we have eighth grade graduation. And Christy, on the other hand, is completely against the whole calling eighth grade graduation. Should just be a promotion. Uh, But I'm definitely on the graduation page because I had the hat and the tassel and I moved it over and we had the robe and we had pomp and circumstance and the whole thing. Eighth grade graduation, we had it. And Christy just uh, does not buy into that. And uh, just to be clear, James is not having a graduation. He's having a promotion. That's what his school does. But, uh, you know, inside I call it a graduation. I just do. 888-528-2557 is the number. A couple of moments left here. We got Oscar in San Gabriel. Oscar, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Pastor, I love your show. Thank you, Oscar. on the air. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to give my opinion uh, about this uh, loneliness and so much that is going on, not just here, but it's all the world. And I think uh, for this, it's just the time to speak about his coming of Yeshua, Jesus coming again. 
And I think now what we have to do is just preach and preach John 3.16, John 3.16, and preach salvation. Solution, I don't think there will be more solution. This thing, is, it, it, it has already come to the end. Thank, thank our mighty creator. But, uh, yeah, that was just my opinion. It's just nothing we can do. I mean, let's just preach and save as much as people we can enter into the kingdom, and that's it. I mean, we can try right, left, left, right, and we just end up not getting nowhere. It's just, mm. oh, we brothers, all oh, we brothers, like you, you have your, uh, this beautiful show where we can preach and let know about Yeshua Jesus and uh, other pastors at 99.5 KKLA. That's the only solution we have. We well, thank uh, you, Oscar. To that. Yeah, thank you. you know, I appreciate that. And you know what? You're right. The solutions to these things are not in Washington, D.C. or on a ballot. And it isn't to say that you shouldn't vote and you shouldn't participate. You should. But our solution is the gospel. And we got to make sure that that's clear. That's one of the issues in uh, Acts chapter 15, right, is the um, we want to make things clear so that we do not make it difficult, it says, for the Gentiles to come to Christ. The, the church was putting so many rules and so many different things on top of the gospel, which is just very simple, that every you know, human being on earth has had a, a spiritual desire to be resolved, a spiritual angst to be resolved, a thought that I owe something or a thought that I need to do something to please God. And the answer is Jesus. The answer is you do have all of that, and you can't do it on your own, but you have a God who loved the world so much that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. And when you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and you, he rose again from the from the grave, when you believe that if that uh, that takes care of your spiritual angst and gives you forgiveness of sins and you get righteousness, you get that relationship with God by faith, you get everlasting life. And, you know, when you know that, it cuts through a lot of the issues, and it helps with the loneliness, something that is such a huge deal for so many people. 888-528-2557. David, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Yeah, hi. We're counting. It's getting close to closing here. Yeah, we made it. <laughs> Just wanted to let you know, when you mentioned about cars and driving with the little maps, you know, and yeah. getting some right. let me tell you a story. I First, when I got and had this, person and female who was just obnoxious totally well, a driver funny. somebody driving in front of you i'm talking about the machine i was talking the she was telling me how to drive was she oh you mean the uh, the computer was telling you the like a female voice telling you this. yes we're involved in active conversation <clears throat> and uh she was so abrupt that i finally turned her off i would instructions and got an australian female it was just beautiful, her accident, everything, and we got along fine, happily ever after. So, one, one last thing I wanted to say about two twos and 22 and happy 22 is that you got two fives, a pair of fives, two two fives, so you, know, so you got a lot of twos, doubles going on for you. All right. Well, I hope that you get along better with your uh, your app. I'm glad you found a better voice there. Uh, David. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks yeah. for calling the Pastor Scott Show today. Do you argue with your uh, your app? Uh, did you get in a fight with your uh, your talking uh, app? Uh, oh. Always. Yeah, Wilbert, yeah. He uh, always lies to me. Yeah. <laughs> you can change the voices on there. It is kind of remarkable. Um, but when you change it to the, the foreign voice, you know, like a uh, – I, I changed mine once to uh, – to I think Australian, probably the same person that uh, this person changed it to, and I got all confused because they don't have parking lots; they have car parks. Maybe it was a Boston accent. That's what that sounded like to me. 
you know, but they don't say that. They say, you know, you turn your car into the car park. And I'm like, what is that? Oh, parking lot. That's what that means. And, uh, yeah, you know, try not to argue with your uh, your AI. By the way, the uh, vice president of the United States has been uh, nominated as the person who will be our artificial intelligence czar. Did you know that? You know, when I speak with small business owners and entrepreneurs, some of our younger small business owners actually self-identify as entrepreneurs. They're small business owners also. <laughs> but we'll go with whatever you like. Small business owner or entrepreneurs. Okay. Aren't they the same thing? I, 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 aren't they the, the same thing? I don't know. I guess I should ask uh, the artificial intelligence if uh, small business owners and entrepreneurs are the same thing. If, well, whoever you are, if you identify as an entrepreneur or a small business owner, uh, we're really glad that you're listening to our program. And wherever you're going, whatever you're doing, I hope that you have some good a good weekend and you got some plans. And, you know, loneliness is a big deal. That was a major subject of all of our calls today. Uh, it's for real. But throughout the Scripture, Old and New Testament, there's something that you need to understand about God. What does God want from you? Here's what he wants. He wants to be with you. That's what God wants. He wants to be with you. And the Word of God gives you how that happens. Because Jesus died on the cross and rose again from the grave, not only is God with you now, but He wants to be with you forever. And you get that by putting your faith in Jesus Christ. Pastor Scott Show, get the podcast, kkla.com app, kkla app, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back next week, 3 to 5, each and every day. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.